He's done it. Yeah, what a shot. This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Just Sports. Hello and welcome to Just Sports. Uh, this time it's a little delayed and the fault is mine because uh, I was traveling and I was in a very, very bad network area. I'm still traveling, so we're again doing it on Skype, so the audio quality might not be the best. But we promised you we'll be back, so we are back again this week and talking on Just Sports is with me, my good friend, Rahul Puri. Hello, Rahul. Hi, Summer. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Been traveling, just been hectic. But uh, sports is what we love. So sports is what we will talk. And uh, this week, uh, I think let's talk about how sportsmen are meant to behave a certain way. The Wayne Rooney incident uh, to, to, to begin with. Uh, we shall also talk about PV Sindhu and how she has become the new poster girl and replacing Saina Nehwal for uh, for badminton. And uh, what else do you want to speak about, Rahul? Um, I'd like to speak about Andy Murray. Uh, and yes. You wrote off a couple of weeks ago and said, no, no, he's not going to be world number one. And uh, lo and behold, here he is, world okay, number one. So we will speak about Andy Murray because Rahul wants to speak about Andy Murray. And just a little bit more about things going on in the world of sports. So... Let's begin with Andy Murray because that's what Rahul likes. And I still believe he does not deserve to be world number one. He's a lucky world number one. Why would you say that? I okay. mean, come on. I'll give, you my, I'll give you my answer. I'll give you my answer. I'll, I'll give you my logic behind it. Um, my reasoning behind it is that it's like the English Premier League beating all the smaller teams and not beating the big four or the big three and winning the league. Yes, he did beat Djokovic at the ATP World Finals, but he's just won one Grand Slam this whole year. He's not a big Grand Slam player winner. But Djokovic only won one Grand Slam this year. Yeah, so I'm not saying that Djokovic had the best year, which is why Murray is number one. Because you didn't have the big daddies, you know, playing. And you didn't have Djokovic, you didn't have Nadal at the best of his form, and you didn't have Federer. So by default, he's the Andhome Kana Raja. And that's my belief. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, my argument would be you could only beat what's in front of you. Now, it's not everybody's fault that Nadal's got bad knees and Djokovic has got a, a, a bit of a personal problem going on. And you can only beat what's in front of him. And quite frankly, anybody that's come in front of him in the last sort of three or four months of the season, he's dispatched them with relative ease. So, so like um, I said, yeah. it's, 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 that's what I meant by said that Anthome Kana Raja, there are only, you know... Uh, the blind playing, so he's the best out of them. I mean, it goes... See, let's look at it from an objective point of view. Since 2001 or 2003, except for Federer, Nadal and Djokovic, the only time somebody else was world number one was Andy Roddick. And that was also for a very, very small period of time. And I see this exactly in the same place. I don't see Murray being world number one for very long. I don't think... I I disagree with you. I, I, I think Andy Murray is a much better, much more complete player than Roddick. Um, and I think that, honestly, right now, he's the best player in the world. Um, yes, okay, you can talk about the fact that uh, the big three, those big three guys, their form isn't what it used to be. But uh, that doesn't take away anything from uh, Murray. I mean, that's like saying that, you know, Leicester doesn't, didn't deserve to win the, the uh, league last season because the other teams didn't play up to the ability. No, I mean, not you know, at all. I'm What's not in front of him? He's doing it with ease at the moment. I'm not saying that at all. I just feel that he's an Andhome Kala Raja and that's what I would like to believe. And that's what I would like to uh, state again. That it's not that he's a bad player, but he's not somebody who deserves to be world number one. That's 
that's pretty much it. I mean, yes, maybe if there are no other better players, then probably yes. I don't see Djokovic going through this blip for too long. If he can sort out his personal life, which, you know, is the cause of much speculation in the world media. If he can sort it out, he can beat Murray on any given Sunday. I don't. I don't agree. I, I don't agree. Um, I think Murray is a far more improved player over the last uh, year. In fact, over the last year, he's probably the player that's improved the most. Um, and I am looking forward to him doing battle with Djokovic, even if Djokovic manages to pull himself together. Okay, I'm looking forward to it too. And I think now the season is over, so the Australian Open is going to start and that's going to be the beginning of the season. Let's wait. Let's see if Murray continues to perform the way he does. I'm doubtful that he will continue to be number one. Hey, in the past you made me eat my words. I'm, I'm happy to do it again. I have no problems with it. Now, Good, let's move on. Yes, moving on. Uh, this whole Wayne Rooney thing, this whole Lanana thing, you know, one guy went to a strip club, the other guy went or apparently gate-crashed a wedding and they're going to strip him of the captaincy. I mean, are they serious? Aren't, they, aren't, aren't sportsmen supposed to be human beings and, you know, have normal human feelings? And or are, Do we just put them too high on a pedestal? This is, like, ridiculous. Well, it's a bit of both, isn't it, really? I mean, it, it's the English media which and the English tabloid media which, you know, quite frankly, um, have never been... Uh, the greatest when it comes for providing people their own personal space. Um, and uh, it seems like, you know, Lalana and Henderson went out um, to a strip club um, uh, after training and Rooney went out and uh, apparently at 5 a.m. in the morning. Um, neither of them uh, or none of them apparently were told not to by uh, the team managers. Absolutely. As far as I'm concerned, if they were told not to, uh, uh, and then, then they did. Then yes, okay, you've got a cause for uh, concern. But if they were, if they weren't given any directive, and they they went out and did it, I mean, you know, quite frankly, they're free to do whatever they want. Yep. I mean, they're, they're they're people in their own right. They, they should be allowed to do whatever it is yeah, that they feel necessary. We've seen this in the past also, uh, Rahul, and like you rightly pointed out, the English media does go ballistic with it. You know, the whole the whole theory being that sportsmen are meant to hold up to some higher moral standard. And, you know, you being the English captain, you're supposed to behave a certain way. I mean, come on. Young guys, you know, playing great football, playing good good sports, let them go and have some fun. What's the big deal? Yeah, this, this shouldn't be a big deal, quite frankly. I mean, and, and there was a big sort of, uh, you know, divide on this issue between um, the press and, uh, you know, quite competent, quite... Um, uh, well-known football writers in the press and, of course, uh, a lot of the old pros like sort of Gary Lineker and, and Alan Shearer and, and people who beat England captain before uh, came out and defended Rooney and, and said, you know, what's the big deal? I mean, you know, we all, we've all done it. Um, you know, you, it, it just happens to be, uh, you know, Wayne's bad luck that, that England are, are at a bit of a... Uh, you know, a tough time a slum, um, a slum. competitively. And, and also, I think uh, he's going through a slump. sniffing around for a scapegoat. Yeah, and I think he's also going through a slump. So, pretty much, you know, it's the perfect timing for them to look for a bad story around him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, and I think that Rooney, when he came out and talked about the fact that, you know, it feels like the press is sort of out there to try and finish his career. And, and I, I agree. I agree to that. I mean, I think that a lot is being made um, of his form. Um, his form isn't what it was. Um, but, uh, you know, he's at the end of his career. I mean, you know, he's, he's now a veteran. Um, and, uh, you know, he doesn't have the legs or the engine that he used to have. Sure. Um, but everybody, that happens to 
everybody. I mean, why why just single out Rooney? It happens to all players. Yeah, I think it's, I think this whole thing has just been made too much. And I think the English tabloid press needs to like take a break, which they will not, because that's the way the press works. No, no, they're not, and it's it's only going to get worse. Um, and uh, you know, when they decide that there's a story around a certain person, and they've, they've decided that there's a story around Wayne Rooney and what happens to the balance of his career, um, you know, they're not going to let that go. Okay, so that's Rooney. But talking about English football, I mean, Leicester City is doing pretty well in the Champions League. They've topped the group. Yeah, it, it's. Um, I, I think it's a, a fascinating story, really, in, in terms of uh, um, you know you compare Leicester and Spurs, and, and at the start of the season, you, you probably would have expected Spurs to have done better, slightly better, perhaps in their Champions League qualifying than Leicester. Which is, and Spurs, for some inexplicable reason, have decided. Uh, because they want more gate money to move their home matches to Wembley. Uh, the London Stadium or the Wembley Stadium. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they've never managed to really uh, play well there. Yeah, but um, one of the things, one of the and things it's affected them. Very, you know, a, a great deal of Leicester's success, according to me, is down to their, their home form. And, and uh, Spurs, um, I guess for the extra gate money, decided to move away from White Hart Lane. Um, and it has, uh, you know, really affected their performance uh, because they haven't managed to win their home games and in qualifying in Champions League, winning your home games is so important. Yeah, but I also, I also feel, Raul, that I mean, the Le- Leicester has still not come, ac- come across the big boys. I mean, yes, they have won the, they, they won the group and they're top of the group and they're going to go into the next round. But once they come yeah. across the Bayern Munichs, the Barcelonas, the Atletico yeah. Madrids, they'll get, they'll get knocked off. I don't think the argument is is that from anybody that we see Leicester winning the Champions League. Not I, even I think, winning. I don't see them going through the next stage too. Yeah, but you know, I don't think many people expected that you know they would be. I think for them um, to qualify, I mean, it's quite possible that you know the Champions League English representatives are, are Leicester and uh, and uh, Arsenal, uh, and you know I, I don't think that Spurs are out. Uh, City. Um, have got you know a couple of very tough games uh, ahead. Up, yeah. So you know, um, I don't think anybody would have picked uh, that it would be Arsenal and Leicester that would be going through. So you know, I, I think I hope that it, it is um, a spur for Leicester to try and improve their their league form because uh, if they keep going the way they are in their league, you might find them progressing in the Champions League and ending up in a relegation dogfight. Yeah, also, one interesting thing that's come up in the English Premier League is nobody would have put their money on Chelsea being top of the league at this at this time. I mean, looking at their form two yeah. months ago. No, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's, it's a turnaround. It's a huge it's turnaround. It's a huge turnaround for Chelsea. Yeah, no, I, I think Conte's gone back to something that he believed in. He's gone back to... 3-4-3. Three, 3-at-the-back. Three. Um, three um, and, uh, you know, his, his form players, and he's got some great players at Chelsea. Um, and those guys are, you know, they're playing, uh, you know, like they did in that, that first season uh, back for Mourinho. I mean, that's how they're playing. And, uh, you know, that's a real benefit for Conte and, and for Chelsea. Yeah, so it's been it's been a complete turnaround in the last two months. I mean, City, who were off to this flying start, are stuttering. You know, Chelsea, yeah. who nobody put their money on, is now moving like a well-oiled machine. I mean, Liverpool is playing well. You have Arsenal, who's you know always going to be there around. Tottenham is is there, and you know United also is not doing too badly. The Arsenal game was pretty good for them, so it's 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 heating up. I think it's 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 going to get very very tight around Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. And you know this is the critical period now in December. Um, you know how teams perform 
in sort of the next, I'd say, four or five games that lead up into December, um, will basically dictate, I think, uh, who's in the mix for the title race uh, come January. And our golden girl, P.V. Sindhu. I mean, she's now taken over from Silent Hewal and she's like raking it in. Winning the China Open was a big thing. But, you know, my fear, Rahul, is that I don't want her to be a burnout. I mean, I feel Saina kind of like burnt out after a while and, you know, she was not able to physically keep up with the demand of badminton. I just feel that, I just I just hope that this girl is able to do that. Well, I mean, I think that the, the advantage that she has is, that I, I, I mean this with no disrespect to Saina, um, but I think Sindhu is, is a lot more athletic than she is, uh, than Saina is. Um, she's much taller, um, uh, you know, she, she's got a lot more levers going for her, uh, I think, than Sindhu did. Uh, than, than Saina does. Um, so, you know, I think that's a, a big sort of benefit uh, that she has. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I, I, I don't really see her burning out. I mean, I, I think, but, you know, she has to keep practicing. She's not there yet. And I think that we as a public need to be very careful about our expectations. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's keep her, uh, you know, hungry and uh, keep her ready to. Um, you know, get better because that's really what she needs to do. Um, she's done wonderfully in the last six months of the year. Um, and uh, yeah, I think what we need to, I think what we need to work on is is her physicality because I think we seem to forget that badminton is also a very very physical sport. It's very taxing on your knees. You know, it really, really your knees take a pounding. So I think that's where if we are able to preserve that part, I see Sindhu going a long way because I agree with you. She's got more of the physicality of a, of, of a badminton player. She's far more agile on court. She's taller, you know. But being taller yeah. also puts more pressure on your knees. So I think that's... No, I mean, you know, that, that's the real key, right? I mean, the real key here is, is how do you uh, keep her hungry? How do you keep her mentally strong? Um, because badminton is such a taxing, taxing sport. You know, the difference uh, between, you know, in that, in that Olympic final, I mean, obviously, Marine was a brilliant, sure. she's brilliant. Um, and uh, Sindhu is just not at that level yet. But, you know, how fit was... Yeah, and uh, I think she, she just uh, exhausted Sindhu. She just exhausted yeah, her. Just mentally, she just wore her down. Um, and that's something that, uh, you know, we really, she really needs to work on. And, but, they, you know, again... All the all the assets are there. I mean, she can do it. She's got all the attributes. So, well, that's a happy note to end the podcast. Raul is a happy man. Liverpool is doing well. Andy Murray is number one. I don't know for how long, but yes, he can smile and he can keep... He can have a new year, which is good because, yeah, an Englishman after so long right at the top. You waited long enough right for that. Top. Look at that. So, yeah, yes. you can enjoy that. Let's enjoy that. And uh, we'll be back uh, next week on Just Sports. And this time I promise that I'll be in Raul's office. We'll be recording face-to-face so you will not have bad audio quality. That's my promise. So as we always say, whether it's a penalty, it's a boundary or a hole-in-one, Just Sports has got it covered for you. Take care. Thank you, Rahul. And I'll be in your office next Monday recording. All right, Summer. Thanks. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.